Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portland area seniors encountered a very slow-moving website and major glitches Monday as people 70 and older became eligible for scheduling COVID-19 vaccinations. Some elderly residents reported that it took anywhere from a few minutes to more than 30 minutes of waiting for scheduling pages to load, and that when they got to those pages and clicked on available appointment times, they were told the appointments were already taken. That meant they'd have to begin the time-consuming process of reloading pages and starting the booking process again. All available online appointments for the Oregon Convention Center and Portland International Airport's drive through clinics were taken well within the first hour. Statewide, about 300,000 Oregonians were eligible as of Monday. Each week, the competition for appointments grows more fierce. It's expected to intensify further when, next Monday, more than 200,000 seniors aged 65 to 69 years old become eligible. Oregon State Representative Diego Hernandez, whose political career was on the ropes after fellow lawmakers concluded he created a hostile workplace at the Capitol, submitted his resignation Sunday, but said he plans to stay in office until March 15th. The House had been poised to vote as soon as Tuesday on whether to expel Hernandez based on findings by independent investigators and the House Committee on Conduct that he violated the legislature's sexual harassment rules by pressuring two women whose work brought them to the Capitol to restart relationships with him. Investigators and committee members also found that Hernandez violated legislative workplace rules by subjecting a third woman who worked in Oregon politics and with whom he had a long-term relationship to controlling and at times abusive behavior. If Hernandez were to resign immediately, that would leave his fellow Democrats with no wiggle room to advance bills raising taxes to the Senate. Tax votes in Oregon require a three-fifths vote in both chambers, meaning a tax bill needs 36 votes to pass the House. Counting Hernandez, the Democrats have 37 House members. A far-right state senator who has rebelled against coronavirus restrictions and supported protesters who stormed the Oregon Capitol has been elected chairman of the state Republican Party, the Associated Press reports. Senator Dallas Hurd of Roseburg has burnished a reputation as a conservative rebel and has railed against mask mandates, at one point standing on the Senate floor and removing his mask in protest. The GOP has taken a harder line shift in some states, including Oregon, where state party officials claimed the violence in the U.S. Capitol was a false flag effort designed to discredit former President Donald Trump, his supporters, and all conservative Republicans. The ascendancy of Hurd to the post of party chairman may also reflect the bitter frustration felt by Republicans in Oregon, where Democrats dominate the legislature, the governor's office, and other statewide offices. More than 24,000 customers were still without power in northwest Oregon on Monday morning, 10 days after a series of powerful ice storms walloped utilities across the region. Officials said Monday that some homes and businesses may have to wait another seven days for service to return. The majority of the outages were in Clackamas County, where more than 8,700 people were still in the dark as of 11.30 a.m. Monday. Marion County accounted for another 7,800 outages, with the rest scattered among Multnomah, Polk, Washington, and Yamhill counties. 
Portland General Electric had said last week that it hoped to have power restored to all but 15,000 customers by Friday night. But officials with the utility said that crews have found the damage was worse than they anticipated. Federal Appeals Court Judge Merrick Garland, President Joe Biden's nominee for Attorney General, was quizzed Monday by Senate Republicans about how he would respond to protesters who have targeted the federal courthouse in Portland. In Garland's confirmation hearing, first Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, then Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, asked about the Portland federal courthouse. In response to Hawley, Garland appeared to draw a distinction between the protesters in places like Portland and those that sought to disrupt the counting of electoral votes at the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. An attack on a courthouse while in operation, uh, trying to prevent judges from actually deciding cases that plainly is um, domestic uh, um, uh, uh, extremism, Um, an attack simply on a government property at night or any other kind of uh, circumstances is a clear crime and a serious one and should be punished. Both are uh, criminal, um, uh, but one is uh, a core attack on our democratic institutions. In the eyes of conservatives, Portland has come to symbolize the epicenter of far-left protest after the city saw more than 100 straight days of demonstrations last summer. The Trump administration deployed federal agents to secure the Mark O. Hatfield United States Courthouse in downtown Portland, but the heavy-handed and controversial tactics used by the federal officers only served to inflame protesters. The Trump Justice Department also pushed for harsher federal sentences for those arrested for damaging the building. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.